1: It'll happen when you're not looking for it, which, I mean, I feel like I'm always looking
0: for it, so I don't know.
2: (laughs) The first question is always, oh, are you dating anyone?
0: He says, same, let's chill later. Katie goes, LOL. (laughs) How could he not get from that?
2: Okay, we're going, we're rolling. I'm lighting a candle for the vibes cultivating a
0: vibe vibes are immaculate
2: vibes are great in here i need to trim my wick <laughs> <laughs> i never do that do you guys do that no i didn't even really know that was a thing until pretty recently you're supposed to do it but i don't really know why
0: wait it's because if it gets like to be a huge wick and then you light it then it, the fire gets super big and it starts exploding and I it,
1: it i think it also helps slow the burn like
0: oh it makes
1: your candle last longer because the flame doesn't get
2: as okay large okay i believe that
0: what would you do if the wick exploded and hit the rug and then let the apartment on fire while we're sitting here it's so morbid. i would grab that it will always be new york <laughs> or nowhere picture and run and the tequila yeah, what would i
2: what would we grab
0: i'd grab the tequila and the picture
2: what would you grab in your apartment like, what would you grab? What would your thing be that you, or your things? Like, if you, you know that question where you can only grab three things? In my own apartment? In your own apartment.
0: I'd go for my jewelry, <laughs> some of my jackets that I, like, need. I'd be, i literally start making a trash bag. I'd be like, I can risk You, you can dying, only grab two things. Two?
2: Three. Three things. What would All you right. Grab?
0: One thing I'm gonna grab is a trash bag, and then I'm just gonna start <laughs> filing things off the that's shelves into the, that the trash bag. doesn't
1: count. It doesn't count. I'm starting to forget
2: everything that I own. I would definitely grab my laptop because yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. That's what I was thinking. Laptop. I mean, it's horrible because they're like electronic things. I would laptop, grab one phone. of my laptops. Laptop, phone,
1: you and I do without the other one. You pick your
0: favorite child.
2: <laughs> I'll take the rose gold one and leave the charcoal one. I'd take my laptop, my phone, and my journal, and I, that's
0: it. I think I'd just go for my jewelry.
1: Well, I feel like my phone doesn't even count because, like, my phone would already, like, be in my
2: pocket or, like, calling 911. Yeah, true. Okay, the phone doesn't count. The phone doesn't count.
0: All right, phone doesn't count. Seems like we're going for electronics first, other than May, who's, Isn't that horrible? Like, for jewelry. I would also
1: probably take my winter jacket since I assumed that I would
2: be freezing on the side of the road watching my apartment burn down. See, I wouldn't even think of that. The adrenaline would be running way too high. I would, you, you'd be putting on your your coat and your scarf and your gloves.
0: <laughs> I would Meanwhile, literally be throwing I mean, my belongings out the I've been wanting to purge
1: my closet, so it kind of sounds like a good opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I currently have half my closet listed on Deep so honestly, this would solve oh. my solve my clothes hoarding. No, it issues.
1: wouldn't. Because then he wouldn't profit off of it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying it would solve my clothes hoarding issue. So oh, I would yeah, ma- same. Oh, my God. Wait, I would profit off of it, though, because I do have renter's insurance now. Oh, my oh. God. So, actually, this is quite the beneficial That's true. arrangement for me.
2: If you out there are listening, do not have renter's insurance, get renter's insurance. I do not. You need it. You, that yeah, saved it. my life in L.A. when we had that flood Yeah. And my stuff. Like, it saved my life. I got an Airbnb for free. Well, not for free because I pay for renter's insurance, but it's like $12 a month. Right. When
1: they had all of those floods here, was that in the spring when the subway flooded? Oh, yeah. All that. My sister was like, this should be your rude awakening to get renter's insurance. It
2: costs like no money at all. Well, anyway, now
0: that we're extremely (laughs) off
2: topic from what we were going to talk about. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we also we didn't even do an intro guys no I can't oh my God. we of, got so into I the also
2: still can't even think of a third thing
1: i would grab <laughs> like i i could part ways with like
0: colby's like my favorite laptop my phone a winter jacket no you said three. Oh no then you said phone didn't count
1: yeah i well because i couldn't pick a purse that i like the best so i guess then i would just have to buy a new one well like one of your i like your wall art that you have But, like, I could buy that again. Okay. As long as I was alive, I don't care. That's true. I can't even
0: fathom, like, grabbing wall art. What about your
2: passport? That's important.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that, too. Grab your passport. But,
0: you know, I've never actually even thought of the concept of, like, what happens if you lose your passport? Because I feel like my parents have ingrained in my head, like, never lose your passport. You have to get a new one.
1: Yeah, you just have to go get a new one. But you can't, if somebody steals your passport, they can steal your identity. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, because your Social Security's in it, right?
1: I don't think, no, but they have your passport number and then no. they can access different information.
0: Do you have to go to the embassy or where do you get a new one?
1: No, you just like the go embassy. get... embassy? You I, just go I to the post know. office.
0: Do you ever think about like, you guys I feel like are so much more self-sufficient in terms of like normal things like that. Like I would have nowhere to even start if well, you'd I Google lost it. my you'd Google it. passport.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's tough. I, I remember we were abroad and one of our friends had her passport stolen when we were in a foreign country. That's really scary. And we actually for school had to go we were traveling somewhere for a school trip like the next day okay maybe not the next day like two days later and our professors were like scrambling to help her get a new passport so what she had to do is go to the u.s embassy in florence where we were and they gave her a temporary passport but she was yeah she got stopped at every airport we went to and like heavily questioned because it was like a flimsy like you know temporary like and no one trusted that she was who she said she was but her passport had literally been stolen and apparently it was found they found it two weeks later in the trash at like a random rail station oh in my god oh my god they someone found oh, it proved to not be useful yeah no they <laughs> they dumped it they were like they were like i don't want to steal
0: know? this girl's identity i don't
2: know i yeah, think they, they were like her identity is worth nothing to me <laughs>
0: I'd be offended. I'd be like, what the hell is my identity doing in a trash Well, van? it was,
2: so actually what happened was we were robbed, like, in our apartment. Like, oh, robbers came in while we were on another school field trip. Like, we don't know how it happened. My, the only thing stolen from me, because we were roommates, the only thing stolen from me were, like, em- basically empty perfume bottles. Like, they thought that that was valuable at some, for some point, some reason.
0: <laughs> you and, get empty perfume bottles stolen and your roommate yeah. gets her freaking passport. No, it's taken. her
2: whole purse. I don't think oh. they, so this is the thing. I don't think they meant to steal her passport, but it was in her bag,
0: mm. which
2: was like a nice bag that we had gotten her for Christmas oh. the year before or something. I don't remember that's what.
0: That's such... Ran- like if you're yeah. robbers and you're just in the apartment, that's such a random assortment of goods to grab. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> after plenty of conversation yeah. about renter's insurance and getting our shit stolen and... <laughs> worthless identities welcome back to this week's episode of match made in manhattan with adam katie and colby and this is the last time that the three of us are going to be together in person for
1: until next i just found
0: out a very long time i was like oh colby you're coming back january 3rd right she's like uh no i'm not coming back until february
2: well it might be before february but no you're not gonna be able to stay away you're gonna be back before February. i think
0: colby's gonna cave she caved last time
2: yeah you always cave
1: It's not like a personal decision. I have plans at home with my family for
2: multiple weekends. Well, you
0: know what? I'm important too, okay? Yeah. So you're going to end up coming back for me.
2: Adam has also made a miraculous recovery. Oh, I did. Like, I think we need to address that because you might hear a little something in his voice, but at least he has a voice now.
0: Well, if you follow me on Instagram, I did a whole press conference on it on Saturday morning. (laughs) But I had my company holiday party on Thursday night and I was the host and basically... I was hosting from 3 p.m. on Thursday to 4 a.m. on Friday morning because that's literally how late we stayed out. And then I woke up on Friday morning and my voice was completely gone. Like I actually could barely say a word.
2: I've never heard you sound like that before. I sounded
0: so bad. You can kind of still hear it. I feel like there's like a little rasp in the back of my throat. But But then today you sound good now. Today I woke up and had my voice back. So I'm very happy about that. But It was good because we were talking about even filming or recording this episode and they were like, we're just going to record without you. And I was like, no, I'm getting my voice Adam will never... I will not miss an episode.
2: Miss an episode. He will never miss an episode. You guys guys can do one without me if you want.
0: No, Katie. If
2: I'm deathly ill... You've already done one without me, so you have my
1: permission.
0: Yeah, I really threw Colby to the wolves.
1: (laughs) Adam killed me. I
0: said Colby died (laughs) this week.
1: My mom literally goes... Oh, somebody wrote Rip (laughs) Colby."
0: I was like, oh. No, but this week on the pod... Do you hear
2: someone having a total concert out the window? Yeah, people drive by like that
1: at the most inconvenient times when I'm on work calls. People do that just in the middle of the day. Why do they do that? I don't know how they can focus on driving down the street with their
2: music playing that loud. Do you think that they they just really want people to hear and be like, wow, that person has great music taste. Is that what they're looking for? Maybe
0: it's their own playlist, and they're trying to promote it across the city.
2: It's their mixtape?
0: It's their mixtape. That's their EP. They're releasing on the streets of Manhattan.
2: Do you think they, like, imagine people running down the street after them? Like, what's that song you're playing? In
1: high school, whenever I would drive out of my school, I always used to like have my sunroof open and the windows down and i would play music really loud so that people would
2: like look at me <laughs> now people would, like queue up the good stuff yeah right when they pulled into the parking right. lot in the morning wait
0: it's kind of funny we're like way down memory lane and the first thing that i thought of just now is do you remember when we had to do youtube to mp3 converter yeah to get songs on your phone
2: youtube
1: yeah MP- but before oh, that we LimeWire? did limewire yeah i didn't even do youtube to mp3 for that long i feel like
0: oh really Yeah, I was siphoning music. off. Uh, I I
2: was I was getting viruses on my computer left and right. I was from uh, LimeWire. I had such a guilty conscience that I never illegally downloaded music. I was so worried about it. I I used to get so scared that I was going to
1: get in trouble by my parents for doing it. Well,
2: I would have my parents credit card information and they wouldn't care as long as I did like Only a few here and there. We'd also
0: remember that was (laughs) when we were paying like a dollar a song on Apple Music.
2: A dollar. 99 cents. 99
1: cents. Then it went up to like 125, 199. Wait, can you
0: believe that's how much we used to pay for songs? Like if you want a song, you need to spend a dollar a song. That's crazy.
1: And people have the
2: audacity to complain about how expensive Spotify is getting. Yes. Streaming.
0: My return on investment for Justin Bieber's Anyone would be... Unbelievable!
2: I listened to it
1: 179 times. <laughs> I listened to it
0: 274.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I
0: listened to it for a cumulative two and a half days. That's
1: crazy. <laughs> Wait,
0: what? <laughs> yes, my spot <laughs> wrapped was sl- like Alex did the math of the minutes that I listened to anyone by Justin Bieber. Literally, just anyone. I was in the 0.05 percent of his. I like, was top point 0.01. I don't believe it.
2: I literally was. <laughs> I don't even know my top song. I should look at that. I didn't really look at that because I was scared to see what would happen. What would my would
0: top get? podcast was Matchmade Podcast. Podcast. Oh. I'm our biggest fan. Check it out. Girls, we had a really good conversation, I feel like, on Friday with Hayden as well at Soho Else when we were getting drinks and having dinner. And it was about how we all kind of have a very negative mindset about dating And then we kind of started talking about like, okay, if we have a negative mindset about dating, then obviously nothing's going to work out for us. Like the things we were saying were like, oh, I feel like so many things work out for us in our lives. And we're like so happy in X, Y, Z amount of areas, but like there's one area that doesn't work out and we're Mm -hmm. super negative about it. So what we talked about or started to talk about is kind of switching the mindset and being like more positive and open to situations and we can like talk about it for like dating specifically or we can talk about it for like other areas of life but what do you guys think about that
2: oh I have so many thoughts on this subject you know in many areas of your life typically the harder you try or harder you work typically speaking the better your results are with like really any a lot of areas of life like in school if you wanted to get better grades you study more you try harder in your job if you want to get a raise or get a you know get a promotion you try harder in whatever way that may be but in dating it's like the harder you try doesn't necessarily do anything it's like I can go on a million dates and it doesn't mean I'm going to meet the right person because I could meet that person literally not even trying at all in line at Whole Foods or something but and the more that you try oftentimes i feel like it just exhausts you and you become cynical and burnt out and i feel like that often happens in other areas of life but dating it's just it's based on the people we've talked to recently mm-hmm. and the consensus especially in new york it's just everyone is is burnt out and exhausted and yeah. dating involves another person It's not only you realizing
1: this and that you're gonna make a change and put in more effort, and then that also gets into the age-old statement that it'll happen when you're not looking for it. Which I, I mean, I feel like I'm always looking
0: for it, so I
1: don't know.
2: (laughs) But
0: Colby's on a mission. Colby's on an absolute odyssey to find. I mean, so I feel like we
2: all are. All three, yeah.
0: But like what we started talking about is we were like, wow, like dating literally sucks. Like I hate dating. I hate the apps. sucks I hate having to scroll through the apps every single day. I hate the small talk, X, Y, Z. And like literally we only had negative things to say.
1: I actually talked about this too. Yesterday I was with my old coworkers and one of them is in a longer term relationship. They started dating in college and then are still together. And then the other two of us or three of us are single and we all were having the exact same experience. And it is refreshing in a way to hear that everybody is just as frustrated and fatigued by the whole process. But then it also is concerning because everybody is feeling this way. And then, yeah, it's I think, just yeah. like, what do we do now? <laughs>
0: consensus is definitely that everybody has the same experience, right? Like we're all swiping a million times and like talking to a million different guys or girls or whatever it may be. But like, I don't know. I feel like we need to switch the mindset of always talking shit about it and being so negative about it <laughs> because also like you guys hear me whenever I have a date planned or something like that. Like I feel like the day of I'm like, I literally have no idea why the hell I plan the date. Like I, I want like, to yeah, cancel. I, but how
1: can I come up with an excuse? Yeah. I'm
0: like literally how can I get out of this is my mindset when I wake up and then I just lay around the apartment and cry all day about how I don't want to go. Like that's such a negative way to go into things. So obviously it's not going to work out. You know, like if you think of all the, like the positive things that have happened to you in the past, like probably none of them came from having a negative mindset about something or like being pessimistic about.
2: See, but here's my result. issue: when I go into, because I, I think I generally, out of the three of us, I think I have the you most are. optimistic view. Yeah, you do. For you're sure. very optimistic. I, because I don't think I would survive without an optimistic view. Like I need it because otherwise. I, I don't know I need to just hold on to the hope that eventually something will work out because otherwise I don't know I would just I, I, and I think what it is is okay like you said Kolb and Adam like every time I'm in a social situation when I'm with like people that I maybe haven't seen in a bit or whatever the first question is always oh are you dating anyone? Literally, they don't even mean to be mean or, yeah. like, suggestive or anything. They're, it's they, just
1: an easy question. It's an easy question. A conversation starter.
2: It is. And so I feel that if I have nothing to say, it just, it feels weird. I feel like I always have to have something to say in those situations. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this one guy. And, like. I don't know where it's going to go, but at least I'm trying. I think it's almost like I just feel like I need to be trying because yeah. it just seems like that's what everyone wants to – want that's almost what they want from me, yeah. I guess. And so I try to live up to people's expectations of me. I guess because I feel like I'm less of a person if I'm not. That's like a very
0: sad way it, to look No, at. it's very sad, but yeah. I feel,
2: I think that that might be something a lot of people feel.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I feel the same way. I think that there's a lot of pressure, especially when a lot of people around you are there's in relationships. There's so much
2: pressure, especially this time
1: year. of year. It's even more evident, though. Mm-hmm. Everybody is talking about what they're buying their girlfriend or boyfriend for christmas or the holidays and people are planning trips for new years yeah. and doing stuff and that's more so than it, it gets exhausting too that you're yeah. like i'm happy for you but sad for me which is the worst <laughs> m-
2: my headspace to be in for sure and everyone's also getting engaged like yeah. right now i
0: don't even want to open my instagram feed anymore because i just see engagement wedding of all people that are like close to us in age and I'm like, I can't deal with this anymore. It's so
1: weird though, because in so many ways I feel so young and then I see that and I start to spiral thinking that my life is escaping me and that I'm so old and, nothing good is ever going to happen to me, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, no, but I don't know. I feel like there's, like, a lot that can be gained by switching the mindset of it to being, like, okay, I'm so negative about about dating and, like, how it's not working out for me and stuff like that. How do you switch? How do we do it? That is hard. I I was on the phone with my friend Jess the other day, and she was like, what's wrong? Like, you seem kind of off. And I was like, I mean, like, same old, same old with, like, my dating life's kind of, like, a hot disaster for the past however many years, but she... I basically told her, I was like, I feel like all these things are working out for me in life. Like, I feel like I have a great job, like, great friends, whatever. Like, a lot of things are really good. But the thing that's never worked out for me is, like, dating. And she was like, well, that's your fault. And I was like, well, what the fuck are you mean? That's my fault. what? And she was like, Adam, like, plenty of guys have thrown themselves at you over the years or, like, asked you on a date or like you've had plenty of guys that you've talked to that you've dated but like the thing that i always notice about you is that that's not what you want like you always find a reason to not want to be with somebody or to like stop talking to somebody and she was like that's okay like you're picky and that's like a really great trait to have but she was like if you're negative about it and you don't actually give people a chance but then i don't think that's not giving people
1: a chance To find the right person, you have to find things that you don't want in a partner, which is another important part about dating. Yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah, and that's what she said. She was like, just because with our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills. And we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn.
2: I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. It's built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language, so I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages. So no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time.
0: Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's rosettastone.com slash today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone.
2: (laughs) Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. And if you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, Definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audio book using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So
0: special. I love the intent behind my life in a book.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc that have more meaning than just a material object and my life in a book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting my life in a book for my grandma who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday. I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love.
1: Check out my mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day
0: because like me and like a few of our other friends are constantly in relationships like like, she was literally referenced previous like significant others that she's had and she's like look at how big of an L they were look at how big of an L they were like look at how big like how much they sucked whatever she was like you never had to deal with that because you are so picky and she was like I admire you for that but like if you want something to work out for you in the future then you kind of just need to like give it a chance and have a more positive mindset on it and I was like you know like You're kind of right. Like, I feel like I could be more positive about things. I understand
1: that in some ways, but I also think that there's a lot of value in not jumping into a relationship right away and just being like, I'm single and I know like that bothers me, whatever. I think it's easier to walk away from something without a label. And once you're in a relationship at this point, I feel like too, it's a lot of friendship integration. And that's a whole other aspect, which we've talked about before. And then Mm -hmm. if they meet your family and then it's even more of a whole thing that it's easier just to not dive into it so quickly in my head and just be like, I should value my single years where I don't have to report to anybody and can pick up on a Tuesday and go on a vacation. If I get invited to do something or if I get this opportunity, I don't have to make sure that it's not going to affect somebody else's life yeah. and can really right.
2: just go with the wind. And yeah, it is special to be able to do that. I think about it another way, Adam, with like that whole thing. I think about it if the roles are reversed. Like if there's a guy out there who might not who might know that I'm not the right one for me for him. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not the right one for him and he knows that. He sees things in me that he doesn't want long term and would just be with me for like test me out, take test me out for size for like a few months. And like maybe I was really into him, but it would just like crush me. I just can't do that myself and i think it's because and i think the three of us i think it's because we have a conscience i don't want to string someone along just because i don't i can't figure it out because i think that that is enough of a sign that it's not meant to be if you would know you would know that it's Mm -hmm. right after like a month yeah i'm still interested in potentially
1: meeting another person i'm not going to want to date somebody just to not have to date other people
2: Right. But like in a serious context, like I think going on dates with multiple people, like in the span of like a month, like just entertaining multiple people on like dates is not a bad thing. That's having a roster. Yeah. I think if it's after a few months
0: or something,
2: then it's like, okay, what is going on here? We need to figure it out. I need to figure it out internally. Presently, I'm dealing with a situation where I'm getting to the end of the rope. I know. I feel the same way
1: obviously. That's why we were having our our conversation on
2: Friday. <laughs> discussion
0: on Friday. Right. Well,
2: more specifically, the guy that I've been seeing recently. It's like getting to the point where it's like, do I am I just going along with this because I'm lonely or I know that I will be if I don't have him around? Or am I actually seeing this go somewhere? And, and I, it's comfortable it's, and just easy. Okay, but
0: that's also hard because I feel like like it's so nice to have somebody to talk to and like I know. to drunk text and but stuff like that. Like that's it, a nice feeling.
2: But I, I, you know what? I can't decide if it's a mutual situation where we're both mutually like, okay, you're good for now. I feel like I'm <laughs> at this crossroads here. And he's not preventing me from meeting anyone. Like we've set yeah. up no labels. This could be the best situation ever.
0: Yeah, there's no labels. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's
1: also a chance that it'll just fizzle itself out when everybody goes home for the holidays. I'm really happy to not be in one of those wishy-washy situations right now where it's like, do you buy a (gasps) present or do you not? And then it's awkward if you do and he doesn't
2: type thing. When do you feel like it's appropriate to buy buy someone a gift? Only when you're official? Like you're dating? I think so. Or... I think
1: once you're officially dating, Like yeah. a gift
0: gift, if we're talking about Like a like, Christmas present. Yeah, like something. Even just yeah.
1: something small. Not, it doesn't have to be anything
2: crazy. Right, Crazy. But only when you're dating officially?
1: Yeah. Why I don't think I that? would give somebody something before.
2: Honestly, I, I think this has unlocked a new fear of mine that I didn't oh, know I, I had. I don't know why I've been scared of that for a really long time. <laughs>
0: Call cool, we of Christmas gifts.
2: Should we answer a question?
0: Yeah, 100%. we have been
2: talking for a while, but we always, every episode, we want to answer some of your questions. Yeah, so, so let's see. I pulled see. a
0: couple because I asked you guys to bump some of the ones that we haven't gotten a chance to respond to. Hello from Scotland. So I have a bit of a problem with my boyfriend. <laughs> we met on a dating app during lockdown last year and fell in love. He's amazing. The kindest man I've ever been with and definitely the type of man I wish my ex was. Wow. But I can't get past the feeling that we are not right together. Our families are from very different backgrounds, politically and morally. We often find there is not much to say, and I feel like I constantly need to make the conversation. I want to marry someone that is like a best friend, and we will always have some things to talk about. I just think this is not my boyfriend, but I don't know what to do because he is so amazing, and I do love him. Please help.
1: Well, that I feel like that goes along with what we were just literally. talking about. Did you
2: pick that on purpose, Adam?
0: I had some uh theme in <laughs> mind for my my picks today.
2: I mean, I think she answered her own question. No, she
0: literally typed out her thoughts and answered her own question in the entire paragraph. She
2: knows what she has to do, I truly think. It sounds think. like yeah, she just wants
1: validation in her thoughts.
0: Well, I think validation from us, we're all probably going to say the same thing. Like, I think you you know what needs to be done. Like, clearly, they're not the person for you, especially if there's not a lot to talk about. Like, that's a kind of weird situation. And then tacking on this whole part about the families, like, that's where things get really complicated. Because if you guys start dating for a while longer, let's say you met during lockdown, you've probably been dating for a year mm-hmm. plus at this point. Like maybe you're going to meet their family soon. If you know there's fundamental differences between both of your families, that could cause some pretty big issues, I would say, especially as you get more serious. So my advice would be to quit while you're ahead. Yeah, and know I think that it's probably like not gonna work. a
2: band-aid you have to rip off. I mean, the main part of that, that I, I think you can get past family differences, but the main part that's like a non-negotiable for me is communication. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like I don't, I want there to be times where the silences don't feel uncomfortable, but also I'm not always the one making the conversation. Like it just, it does need to be that best friend sort of vibe. Like I always find it hard to believe that I'm going to marry someone who's my best friend because I feel like that's just like something people say. We'll see. But I think you should definitely be with someone end game that you can communicate well with. Mm -hmm. Like maybe there's some other things that are negotiable for you, like family dynamics and whatever, doesn't sound like that's the case for you though with the way that she phrased the question like that being the top like the first issue like that clearly is something that she can't deal with maybe and so and that's totally understandable so I don't know I mean she literally answered her own question I think you know what you have to do it's going to be hard obviously because you do say you love him but if you know like like we just said earlier if you know it's not right you're just doing the other person a disservice and yourself a disservice you're wasting
1: both of your time on potentially meeting somebody that you are compatible with
2: exactly
0: yep you need to ditch them ditch them and on to the next
1: <laughs> let him down easy <laughs> there's
0: bigger and better out there for you i mm-hmm. promise this one's actually just psychotic okay <laughs> okay i have a situation i love y'all's input on basically what do you do when you have feelings for someone they ghost you but then un you kind of I was in a situationship over the summer and I definitely caught feelings for him and it seemed like he was really into me. Excuse me. But when he left for law school at the end of the summer, he ghosted me. Like, blocked my number, blocked me on Snapchat, unfollowed me on Instagram. After two months of trying to get over him, he re-followed me on Instagram, but then unfollowed me again two hours later. And then had the audacity to add me on LinkedIn two days later. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck is going on? I thought I had moved on, but now I can't stop thinking about him and don't know how to just forget about him again. Is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? That sounds like
1: exactly what he was trying to get you to do. And he clearly is wanting you to reciprocate and try and reach out again. And it is screaming red flag to run in the opposite direction. This guy,
0: I've never seen more red flags in a person than on this description of a man.
2: He puts in work.
0: He to really, really play is with putting you, putting in work to play with your emotions. No, it's
2: it's horrible. It's like it's really not good.
0: I think what she needs to do is just block him on everything. Block him on Instagram. Block his number. Yeah, you should
1: block him back. Block
0: him on Snapchat. Block his LinkedIn. That is a power move. If he can't find you on LinkedIn, that's something special. He knows something's wrong.
2: Oh my god! Wait, I kind of got lost in the beginning there. So they were like seeing each other, and then he ghosted her. He yes. left for law school and completely ghosted her, blocked her on everything.
0: Yes.
1: And then randomly followed her and unfollowed her on Instagram and added her on LinkedIn.
2: What does that mean? It's so interesting.
1: Like, that, what was going on? Point. It seems like, like he was probably talking to somebody else and then it didn't work out. I don't know. I
0: think he just like went to law school and he was like, okay, I'm cutting off all my... Let's not forget
2: Legally Warner. Blonde. Warner and, and uh, L from Legally Blonde. Fair enough. He thought he was like, I'm going to find my Jackie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be with Marilyn. Nope. And then he did. And then he did, but then and she failed was out. like, see ya. What? He failed? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. He I just... was like the bottom of the class and didn't have a job when he graduated. Oh, right. Right, right, right. I, remember, I forgot about the credits when mm-hmm. they told us things. But then, um, what's her face? L. Uh, no, the, oh. the, the wife, almost wife. Mm-hmm. They became friends. Yeah. They were allies. They were.
0: You I do love watch that movie. movie
2: again. It's such a good movie. That's like a comfort movie for me. It is. I, I think I've it. seen that movie
1: eighty-five times. My dad once told me that I reminded him of Elwood's, and I was kind of flattered, <laughs> Wait, he, but he meant it as like a joke.
2: You reminded your dad of Elwood's. Hmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Katie's over there, like he huh. basically called me a dumb blonde. <laughs> I mean, hey, but she graduated. Yeah, she did, and she was a valedictorian. Yeah. Right, or was she just the speech person? No, she was. She was valedictorian. valedictorian. Well, I actually had a situation recently that's like kind of similar. It was the de- the thing that I sent you guys the text from that guy? Oh my god,
0: that was so weird.
2: It, okay, very si- okay, not as crazy, but like still similar. Went on two dates with the guy. I think I talked about this maybe on my other podcast. I gave like the full spiel, but basically, long story short, the She's second us. the second date, lol, He's the true. second date was like the first date was amazing. This is one of the times I went to Brooklyn, and I recently have decided I need to give Brooklyn a break on dates because of this.
0: I told you. It's a dark yeah, place for dates. You've
2: told me this. So first date was magical. So great. Really great guy. Second date, I was so excited to go. Like wore my like a new dress that I'd gotten. I was so excited to go on this date. I get there, and he could not be bothered to look at me even. He was looking at every TV in the freaking place giving me such like lackluster replies to things. I was putting in so much effort to ask him questions. So much so that after like the first drink, I'm like, I'm gonna go. I'm like, Katie called can't. me from her cab as she's going over the bridge. I'm calling Colby saying I'm giving up on dating. This is absurd, like being so cynical going. I would
0: have too I would have walked out.
2: I just so I texted him because of course me optimistic yet again thinking oh he t- probably just is having a bad day Maybe someone died. I don't know. Like, I don't know the situation. So I owe it to myself and to him to just be like, hey, what was that? So I texted him the next morning. I waited and texted him, hey, like, I actually don't remember the full actual text, but I was like, you seemed very distracted. And I would just like to hear if there was something that's going on, like, that I can help you with or something. Mm -hmm. It just felt really weird. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no big deal. Like, I was just having a... Crazy week at work, blah blah blah, just like such a stupid reply. after that, I just didn't respond.
0: You were like because I'm dumb. like,
2: okay, it if you're not gonna be real with me or whatever, at, at least give me a more sincere sincere apology than that. Mm-hmm. I felt so stupid, yeah. after that. So then he we didn't really talk anymore after that. He unfollowed me on Instagram after that, and I unfollowed him back and then he randomly texted me. At two in the morning, like three weeks later, I didn't respond because obviously. Then we're both from the same hometown. He texted me when I was home for Thanksgiving and was like, hey, do you want to meet up? It was a bit more less creepy because it was at like six o'clock on a random day. And he was like, hey, I'm in this town. I remember you saying you liked it here whatever. Do you want to hang out or something? And I was like, no, I'm home with my family. Didn't say anything else. And then more recently, he texted
0: me. Tive it up.
2: Oh, you have it? Do you want to read
0: it? <laughs> hey, you out? Katie goes, yep. He goes, same. Let's chill later. Katie goes, LOL. <laughs> he goes, why not? Katie goes, haha, I just think we're on different pages. <laughs> and then he literally texts you two hours later at 2 a.m.
2: No, no, no. That's, the, that's a week later.
0: Oh, oh, my God. You're right. Wait, that is a week later. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> a week guy, later. This guy... This is not get it
2: so he keeps sliding it I think I need to send him another text
0: no I think you just need to not be respond like though. yeah don't oh, really? even give him any of your time it, yeah
1: yeah it seems like he has a lack of self-control when he's out
0: I think he and also just has a lack of emotional intelligence like why would you not get it
2: I said lol when he Katie asked Katie literally
0: <laughs> responded he says same let's chill later Katie goes lol how <laughs> could he not get from that
2: I thought I was pretty clear
0: you were very clear
2: Anyway, I just have a feeling this guy has one of those lists of girls' names and numbers. He's got
0: a roster. And yeah, he, sure. must,
2: he must at 2 a.m. just go through. I bet his whole phone. He probably has the biggest scariest when he wakes up in the morning because he looks at his phone and it's like, hey, let's chill every It can't every be girl. that bad if he keeps doing it <laughs> the next weekend. It's just crazy to me. It is. Yeah,
0: you, that's good advice to listeners. We tell all of them to have a roster, but just no you are probably on somebody else's roster too. So be careful.
2: And it might not be the good kind.
0: Tread lightly. It might not be the good kind. It might not be the good kind of roster.
2: No, and the the issue with this guy was I had high expectations because he's a little older and truly, I guess that means nothing at all.
0: That's why I feel like I always try to give the advice. I'm like, match the other person's energy. Like you should always be matching the other person's energy. If they're texting you like a hundred times a day, then text them back a hundred times a day. If you're into them, if they're texting you once a weekend to hang out, then, like, that should also be your vibe. Like, you shouldn't be putting any more effort into something than somebody yeah. else is.
2: Yeah. I mean, he was never a big texter, like, when things were okay with us. Like, after our first date. AK, I don't know. I and also and think that's
0: such an excuse. when people are like, oh, I'm not a good texter. It's like, if you liked me, you'd be a good texter for me.
1: Yeah, I don't, right. I mean, eh, it Sometimes depends. I think about that, but I have days when I'm really good at being on my phone and days when I couldn't be bothered to look at it during
0: the day. Yeah. I don't know, but I also feel like I've been in the situation where I've liked someone so much and like all I want to do is text them, but I also But feel you like,
1: love to do that to everybody. No,
0: I don't think I'm a good texter <laughs> in general. I think it takes... You are. I'm really not. I, I think ha-
1: you're a good texter to me. Me, you randomly chime it, like we'll text...
0: Legitimately, like all these texts are just unopened. Like unopen, unopen, unopen. Like no, these I have have a conversations lot Conversations that I just don't respond to. Yeah. Like, yeah, I might be a good texter with like the two of you, but it's because I love you guys and I exactly. like, want to talk to you. Exactly. Okay, I you get know? it. I get it. Also, I hope somebody that I'm accidentally ignoring doesn't no. <laughs> listen I actually be of, like Adam hates me, but
2: I do this thing where I don't open the text until I'm ready to answer. Me too, it. so that I remember. But then no, that's I'll it. go
1: back and I am trying to find what text is still outstanding when I'm trying to get rid of the number that makes
2: sense I think for me I'm just not an extremely witty person via text and so I get overwhelmed if they are like witty and flirty and I'm like darn it I don't know so I try to like answer slowly so there'll be less Katie's
0: like sending me screenshots being like how do I reply
2: yes there will be if I take a little while to respond to there's less conversation exactly and I can also have time to think of a good reply yeah But I'm just, I will admit it, I am not good at text banter. I'm not flirty via text. I'm not good at texting really either. I'm better on the fly because I feel like I always think about sending something kind of flirty and then I'm like, they're not going to get it. Yeah. It just, it would hit better in person, you know?
0: Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Kobe's like, I would rather be in person.
2: (laughs) You're so old school.
0: (laughs) Kobe's so old school, wants to meet her boy at a bar and fall madly in love.
2: We'll let you know how that goes. You guys get to follow us along on this journey. That's the beautiful part. Of beautiful part. This podcast. Beautiful part. Our kids are gonna listen to this someday and be like, God, they That's were the fun thing, is it's such they like were a hopeless. repository
0: of like all of our endless
2: yeah.
0: rantings and, and whatnot. I mean,
2: in the future, we're actually planning on bringing a straight guy onto our podcast. We just have to find we one just who we has just have has an to find actual advice straight guy. that we, have, we can trust. Yeah, we have to find one with good advice. So um well if you know one out there.
0: If you know a straight guy who wants to talk on a podcast, who would
2: actually give decent advice, let us know.
0: I think that'd be so fun. I know. Okay. Cool. Well, now that we've discussed a myriad of topics today, we were like literally all over the place. We covered
2: a lot of ground.
0: We did. We actually did.
1: Okay. I'm exhausted.
0: Colby's tired. She's ready to go back to Boston for a year. Katie's in her sherpa pullover. Sis is ready to go to bed. I have to
2: edit this. You kidding me? <laughs> I have to make dinner. You Katie's kidding? No
0: work to do. I got
2: to put in some work on this
0: episode. Got to put in some work, but no, it's been fun. We'll see you guys next week. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Illy, bye. Happy holidays. Ya. See hol- ya. Hol- bye. Bye.
2: bye.